Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I D E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer joining you at Rogers Place in Ice District where the Edmonton Oilers practice today at 11. Dave Tippett has informed us that uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Zach Cassie, and Matt Benning all will not be available tomorrow when Edmonton takes on Ottawa. There are tickets available for tomorrow night's game against the Senators. Visit edmontonoilers.com for more information. We head off to our River Creek Resort and Casino hotline. We are joined by our Oilers Now headliner for Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. We are pleased to be joined by the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, and that is Jay Woodcroft. Hi, Jay. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. How are you doing today? Uh, not bad. Had the uh, the staff Christmas party last night, which, you know, once you get to our age, Jay, it means you've got to shut her down around 9.30 to 10 o'clock so you can <laughs> get home for the kids. But How I, was your headache th- this morning? Oh, no, 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 no. You know I was not one to... Uh, <laughs> I don't drink like I used to back in the days of most sports parlors in the city south side, the mid-1990s. Those days, I I might have had more than a couple, you know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> now I have my one shot of Bailey's, as you know, on the plane. That's my cool-down drink to relax. It would explain my 30-pound weight gain over the last 10 years. Uh, you know how it is. Anyways, it was a good time. So, uh, And, you know, part of the reason why it was a good time is because, you know, it's it's – people are in good spirits right now. The Oilers are in first in the uh, Pacific Division. Um, and uh, we also have, you know, the Edmonton Oil Kings are in first in the Central Division of the WHL. And you guys had a good weekend, too. You finally got healthy. And did you maybe start to see a bit what your team could do over the course of this weekend? Yes, I think so. I, it, this past weekend was um, the end of a tough stretch for us, just schedule-wise. We played six games in 10 days. And we were pretty much all over the continental USA. We were flying to Des Moines, coming back through Kansas City, landing in Los Angeles. And uh, we ended up um, uh, spending Thanksgiving on the road and playing a tough game in San Jose under tough circumstances and found a way to to scratch and claw our our way to a a big win on the Friday night. And then we came home and um, we returned some important pieces for us to our lineup uh, with Shane Sterrett coming back and uh, Kyler Yamamoto uh, being healthy to play and and as well as Thomas Yershko. And um, I thought it gave us real balance and it was a competitive game. And I was really pleased uh, with the effort of our individuals having weathered that tough stretch and and to find a way. And at the end of it all, the month of October for us was 6-4-2. and two. Um, We're tied for third place in the division. We're very close to where we were at we were at last year at this point and we're looking to build off of it heading into this month of December. All right. So let's start with Yamamoto uh, because he is a prospect that there, there's been a lot of contentious discussion by the tremendously passionate letter fan base on what his potential upside might be. Um, they, you know, he scored four goals in the first four games, then didn't score for a while then missed five in a row. Uh, how did he look? And uh, how impactful was was he for you? Uh, I thought he looked great. 
and it was a huge impact on the game. Um, he, he scored um, the insurance goal for us at the start of the third period on the power play, and uh, he set up the game-winning goal um, by Yershko. So it, for me, it, he's been a factor in every game he's played this year. Um, even when he went to... A stretch without scoring, he was in the chance. He was all over the chances. It just wasn't going in in the net for him. So, I've been quite pleased um, with him uh, on the year. I think he's competitive. I think he's um, hungry. I think uh, I see a guy who's trying to do it right on a daily basis. It was unfortunate that he was out of the lineup for those five games, like you mentioned. But uh, I, I think he's an exciting player for us, and I know that we are a much better team down here when he's in our lineup. We're joined by Bakersfield Condors head coach Jay Woodcroft. So Yamamoto now up to five goals, 11 points in 16 games. He's drawn a ton of power plays for you guys as well. Uh, could you foresee him? He might not be a first liner at the NHL level, but are you comfortable in saying he's, he's going to make it here as a middle six forward? Yeah, I think he's going to play in the NHL. Uh, I'm firmly believe that i've seen him play in the nhl um for me it's not about just playing or surviving in the nhl it's about how do we get him feeling confident so that he can be in that middle six role that you you talk about um i think he has the skill set i think he has um a good work ethic he's demonstrated that this year uh, for me, it's about feeling confident in different types of situations. Um, and the way you do that is, is by earning it at this level. And even, you know, the, that little streak of him not scoring goals, I think that's a growth opportunity for him. I think that's his opportunity to figure out, okay, if, it, if I'm not scoring, how can I contribute to the team in a different way? Or if I haven't scored a goal in, in a month, what do I have to do in order to find the way to score a goal? And if you look at his, um, if you look at his goal that he scored the other day, uh, he was standing right in front of the in front of the net in the blue paint, getting his nose dirty, and he scored uh, the insurance marker for us. So I think those are all um, positive things in his development. I do think he will play in the NHL, and um, but. Until that happens for him on a full-time basis, he's working at his game daily in the American Hockey League. You had two rookies last year to your league. Uh, Cooper Marodi and Tyler Benson have tremendous offensive campaigns. They were two of the three highest-scoring rookies in the American Hockey League. Marodi has gone – he's had a little bit of a, a, a setback, a, you know, a minor little thing that he had to deal with. He got back in here last couple games. Uh, Benson's played every game, which is important for him after all the hockey missed in junior. Just a thought on, on those two players right now, Cooper and Tyler Benson. Well, I would say both of them um, are really important for us down here. Let's start with Cooper because that's where you started. Cooper, um, I see making plays. I see uh, trying to work through um, a muscular injury uh, that knocked him out of the lineup for a little bit, uh, but he's come back into the lineup and uh, he's another one of those players that just makes us bet uh, just makes us better on a nightly basis. He makes us more dangerous. He adds leads 
uh, to balance throughout the lineup. He's got things in his game that he, he's continuing to work on. The full 200 feet, the playing with NHL-type pace that we're asking him to play at, the valuing of every second of every shift, uh, especially because you know if he gets up to the NHL one day, he might not start out at 15 or 16 minutes. He might get 10, 12 minutes, but every second counts, and, and those are things that we work through with most young players, but we're, we're putting great import on for Coop. Uh, Benny is, um, I don't think would have, would tell you that he scored at the rate that he wants to just yet, but we're seeing good signs in his game. I think uh, he's continuing to learn uh, lessons regarding puck management, when to use the ice in front of a defenseman, when to use the ice behind a defenseman. Uh, so those type of decision-making specifically through the neutral zone is a point of emphasis for him. I think we're continuing to work on his shot so that when he is in a scoring chance situation that he feels good about bearing down on it. Um, he's another one like Yamo. He, like he's in a all of our chances all the time it's just about uh, trying to up the conversion rate for him but both guys have great attitudes they're working earnestly at their craft and uh, you know they're both very enjoyable to coach how's it going with Ryan McLeod right now Jay? Uh, Clowder has actually shown some really good signs he's uh, he is um, you know uh, someone who is uh, We've talked about it ad nauseum, just with the size and the speed. Um, but he's he's starting to show a little bit more offense over the last little while. I feel quite comfortable with him. Um, I feel quite comfortable with him five on four, five on three, even penalty kill. He's seeing power play time. We're just continuing to encourage uh, a shoot first mindset, not just a pass first mindset for him, and continuing to encourage him to play on the inside. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to switch to the defense. Uh, I noticed that Evan Bouchard uh, uh, was. Did you have him with Lagason, or were you moving them all around? We, you know, we've been uh, we've been trying to uh, work through our pairs as as people have gotten healthy and whatnot. So okay. he's be, he's seen a lot of uh, action with William Lagason, like you said, but also Keegan Lowe, and uh, he's. I've seen really good signs in his game over the last two weekends. Uh, someone that um, had a couple hiccups earlier in the month, but I see him up in the rush a lot. I see him obviously quarterbacking the power play, um, making NHL-type outlet passes, not only on the breakout but in the neutral zone. And uh, his competitive spirit's been great. Uh, we're continuing to encourage um you know, playing playing defense with some urgency and and some hardness around the blue paint, and uh, he's taken to that and see real good signs in his game. Joel Person changed the complexion of your defense a bit. Right shot, move the puck. Yes, he's a um, he's a guy. I talk about someone I've been impressed with their professionalism. He came down with a great mindset, um, good first pass. He's made a lot of really. Um, skilled and poised plays at the offensive blue line so he um, you know he finds a guy that not a lot of defensemen at this level uh, can find uh, so that's those are positives to his game he's been working on um, you know his 
the physicality in a smaller rink, I think, is is something that we've impressed upon him. Um, defending with urgency and uh, moving pucks quicker on the breakout so that he doesn't always have to take the cream, so to speak. You know, just a half second earlier so that he's not uh, putting himself in a personal bad spot um and he's done great uh, he's been accepted by the team down here um really good professional jay uh you know talking about professionals and this is a, this is a, a hard like you get a guy like colby cave he got a taste in the nhl scored a nice goal um you never know what's going on in people's lives off the ice uh but you know he, he's had some difficult games for you down there but, you know, Caves had a look in the NHL. Gambardellos had a look. Josh Curry has been very good for you guys. You know, Keegan's got some games in the NHL. We focus so much on sort of the prospects, but you've got more established NHL players. How do you, you know, how do you keep those guys? And part of it is they got to do it themselves. But you know what I'm saying here. Like, how do you, how do you keep them uh, hungry for that opportunity when it comes? Well, uh, I think um, you try and create an environment where everybody's pushing to be the best that they can be. And uh, everybody is uplifted when uh, somebody gets called up. Um, I mean, it's natural human emotions that uh, you want that person to be you. But I think the environment that we're, we're creating down here is one where you're very excited whoever gets that call um, we continually push players to work on their individual game as well as the working on the team structure and i think it's a it's, it's all about open communication um, seeing people uh, with positive eyes and, and always having high expectations and communicating that to to them and uh, for us I, I you know i i think it falls to our players in the type of human beings that they are that they've really bought into that type of culture and for me that's led by our captain keegan lowe and it goes through brad malone and and josh curry and joseph gambardella these are unbelievable human beings that set the tone and the example for our younger players um they're fantastic and and you know you saw last year when a lot of these players went up to the nhl and i think uh that's very healthy for an organization because um, it ensures that there's there's people that are always pushing to get to the highest level, and if they're not at the highest level, you know what? They're they're in a pretty good spot down here in Bakersfield. Well, the one guy that plays the right way and wins puck battles at the NHL level that came through your system, Patrick Russell. Like you, you know what? He's an even player. He's done a great job of the penalty kill. He's committed. He's been really unlucky. I mean, he had a goal called back the other night. He's missed an empty net, uh, hit the post on an empty net. And, you know, but the guy does all the little things to keep himself in the NHL. And that's a, a credit to him, but also a credit to the coaching, Jay. And it probably doesn't surprise you that I say that about Patrick Russell. Well, you talk about a do-it-right guy. Um, Patrick Russell's a do-it-right guy. And, and sometimes... Uh, when you um, talk about former players um, that were in your system or whatnot, sometimes it's it's cautionary tales, and sometimes it's it's the do it right 
person that worked at his craft day in, day out. He spent four, I believe, three or four years in the minor leagues uh, working at his at his game. And he's not somebody who statistically jumps off the page. He's somebody that when you're around him every day and you see the type of professional he is and how much pride he takes in little parts of his game, what a great example that is for our players here in Bakersfield. This is someone who worked at it, and he's being rewarded. A lot of times I'm watching the Edmonton Oilers play, and he's on the ice in critical moments, and uh, I think that's so healthy for our organization, and uh, it proves a, a good example for our younger players. Great stuff, Jay. Best of luck this weekend. Thanks. Take care, Bob. You bet. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50-plus years for menu and locations. 14 Edmonton area locations for Royal Pizza. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation, Royal Pizza Mediterranean Chicken. Want to tell you, it's uh, closing in on the year end in the car business. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Make sure to go out to Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. They've got a big year-end clear-out, significant rebates on all 2019 models. Of course, great uh, way in which they treat people out there. Brent Ridge is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. No charge winner performance package in most cars, trucks, and SUVs. Call Brent Ridge Ford. In Wetaskiwin, 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Go out and see my Uncle Milt, Johnny, Rich and the Gang at Brent Ridge. Tell them Oilers now sent you. We'll wrap her up with this day in Oilers history when we, res- when we re- uh, return. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. 154 at Edmonton. This text comes in saying, Shot of Bailey's, Bob? You're sure you don't want something a little harder, like maybe a Tahiti treat or a Snapple? Thought you were old school. I like my Bailey's. What's wrong with that? Uh, again, you can text us at 630-630. Brew Crew says, Great show, Bob. You and Spec are very good. Uh, some days we're okay. Some days we're not that good. We need to be better. We need to look internally and figure out a way. All right. Thank you, Brew Crew. Great handle, by the way. Were you a big fan of Gorman Thomas back in the day? To this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Join Oilers now on a great roadie coming up to Chicago. Package includes tours of Wrigley and Soldier Field and great lower bowl game tickets at the United Center. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Back in 1985, Bob, the Oilers scored five goals in the third period to beat the Kings 8-4. to four. Yari Curry has two goals to help keep the Oilers in first place in the Smythe Division standings. Here you go, 1985, when I only had one chin. Oh, those were the days. Uh, Let's see, uh, 187. You don't want to know what it is right now. Brendan, what's coming up tonight on Inside Sports? Uh, Plenty more on Oilers practice. We'll have Kelly Rudy from NHL Hockey on Rogers, head coach of the U of A Golden Bears men's hockey team, Ian Herbers, and local boxer Ryan Ford will tee up his fight on Friday night at the uh, Edmonton Convention Center presented by My KO Boxing. Those are the promos you've been hearing running all week. we got a lot coming up tomorrow. Brian Lawton from the NHL Network, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey, uh, John Shannon, our NHL insider. We'll have a preview of the uh, Oilers and Senators as well. Up next, the global news weather 
traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoons of Jalen and I. Have a terrific Tuesday, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.